Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Tech Talk brought to you by Vacuman. Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing and Vacuman. And Vacuman, yes. And, and we'll go right down the uh, the CV if we could. <laughs> and the next uh, list of items. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, very well. You know what? It's 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 interesting, this weather we have right now in August. It, it's getting cool. It, it's kind of crazy with respects to just the temperature changes and, and, and so forth. And uh, and I can hear that, you know, at night it gets kind of, you know, we just heard the, you know, somewhat of the weather. That yeah. It gets hot during the day, cool at night, and we, and we hear that. And, you know, it's it's been great. Uh, within the vacuum man world, because we've been so busy with people turning on furnaces randomly, um, you know, trying to trying to get them, uh, you know, realizing that, geez, I need to turn it on, and the you know the dust comes in, and and that keeps us busy over there at vacuum <laughs> man. And I want to appreciate everyone that turns their furnace on in the middle of August. Thank you. There you go, or at least the fireplace. That, anyway, or the, <laughs> that's right. That yes. Uh, I've told you in the past about you know when our room goes off, rumba goes off at yeah. three o'clock in the morning, and yeah. I, can, I can tell because the dog. <laughs> That's you right, know, yes. They still are scared of this thing. Uh, but ovens going off in the middle of the night, that's a little freaky. Well, you know, we love smart, our smart technology, Bill. You and I have talked about all the amazing, like you said, the Roomba and, and otherwise. Well, yeah, this is called a June oven, and we actually brought this up uh, in one of our Tech Talk shows, and it was pretty amazing. It controls your, your oven. Uh, uh, it's it's kind of like a, a tabletop oven, and what happens is that this app has a little glitch. And so what's been happening is many of these ovens will turn on and preheat, but not when you want them to at like two in the morning, one in the morning. And, uh, and apparently it's a glitch in the time zone. And again, these are technology. And this is what I understood uh, uh, since I saw this is that uh, what they're doing is they're turning on it between 1 a.m. to 2 a.m. in the morning. And uh, they got a glitch in them that I guess it, it's sort of like a cleaning mechanism. And because they were programmed in China, um, a lot of the elements with the timing zone apparently has been activated from when people are sleeping in North America with these smart devices and they wake up in the morning here smelling the burning sensation yeah. of a 400 preheated uh, uh, toaster oven. That's been on for three, four That's hours. That's been on for three or four hours. So your electricity bill is going to be crazy, number one. Number two, it's going to be pretty hot in your house. And three, a fire hazard. It's a safety yes. hazard. It's sure. a huge safety hazard. Yes. So anyway, with that, keep that in mind. I mean, this is extremely uh, you know, this is going to be part of the challenge with a lot of the smart devices in this day and age we're going to see a lot of the there's going to be bugs uh bugs being like malware issues uh upgrades security issues this is just one of them. for fourteen hundred dollars i think it's worth just waiting and turning it on yourself all right uh you've talked in the past about uh, anybody and everybody's using all these these uh, systems now it's alexa google i mean uh, apple i mean they've all got these things now yes that's right just yeah. about every household i guess seems to have them but the the, the downside of that is of course they're listing and there are now people that do that as a for a living that's their contract hi it's what do you do for, I, I eavesdrop on alexa that's i listen they, to alexa and they listen in and they they more or less validate the voice dictation system as I say, my name, Adam Oldfield, always comes out as Animal Field some way. I don't know why, but the, the, the voice activation is not perfected. And what's interesting is that Facebook has been very quiet until this past week. What I found interesting was that first it was Amazon, then it was Google, right? And then and then Apple made the announcement, and they were claimed to be the most secure when it came to understanding it. And all three of these companies have said, yes, we use third-party contractors to validate the voice recognition you would submit. While Facebook has said quiet 
quietly this past week. Oh, yeah, by the way, we we do that too. So not that anyone's surprised, but if it was Facebook that did it first, they probably would have been in the media a lot faster. So someone in their PR department's extremely intelligent to go, hey, they've done it. Now say it. Now it's us that says it. So everything your voice dictating to Facebook, they have third-party contractors, surprise, surprise, listening and uh, commenting as to what you're saying. And is it transcribing correctly? All right. Now, in-flight movies, I mean, which is a, a fabulous thing. I mean, you know, Huge. not everybody likes to read on airplanes, and yeah. you get these. Oh, it depends on which airline, I guess. You get a choice of stuff to watch and things yeah. like that. Yeah. But sometimes you get those and say, "That's all they offer." <laughs> you know, voice, it, it, don't, <laughs> British Airways is going one step further here. One step further, and and they've taken the ability to fly. Now, I, I have to comment on this. Virtual reality is still a bit of. A, I, I've done it many times where you put the goggles yeah. over your head, you got your headphones on, and it brings you and immerses you into this environment of virtual reality. Well, this is British Airways is now giving the ability to not just watch that little tiny screen on the back of the seat or above you in between the aisles or otherwise. You put on now a virtual reality helmet and it will now come with an options of 2D, 3D and 360 degree formatted movies, documentaries and television shows for your flight. So it brings a little more enhanced environment to give that kind of excitement or thrill behind, um, I would say, uh, bringing that flight to not be so you know uh, awkward as you're sitting in turbulence or otherwise but the issue with virtual reality is it hasn't been perfected bill you still has there's a major case of virtual reality with goggles and and, and ear uh headphones of causing vertigo people get motion sickness i can it's, see that it, 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 because our brains aren't meant to be or you know we've grown up in such a time we're still not uh, immersed into that uh you know uh tron environment where you feel like you're living in the computer and that's a big issue we haven't uh, psychologically or DNA adapted to this. So they're trying to find ways that we can, they, they have different formats where they put blinders on and otherwise, but uh, British Airways is now offering virtual reality uh, headsets. But just be careful if you so choose to use it. Uh, what's going on with uh, desktop chargers? I wanted to bring this up because one of the biggest things we always speak about is energy costs. We know in Ontario, energy costs, they, they've been going up and we haven't heard much about it, but they still exist. They're still expensive. Uh, and we know that there's tiers of when you do your electricity costs, right? Your bill is always mainstream, off times yeah. or off time. Well, there's a new battery pack. This is genius. This is genius, Bill. And what it does is it gives you a full battery pack that you can put on your desk and you can now run your computer, a tablet, your phone. Uh, you can plug in extra peripheral smart devices. And it will give you up to a good six hours of charge time. Not including the battery of what's in it. So yeah. imagine your laptop or your, your smart devices already come with how many hours. But let's say you got to give it a little juice. You can now plug it into this device. It's a desktop power pack. What's so amazing about that, Adam? Well, what if you charged it at night, you would not use any electrical power during the day. Now, just to bring this up, Adam Oldfield and FPM3 Marketing is so excited about the fact that I, I could cut off my daytime electricity bills. This is how you do it. So that's a little saving tip, and it allows you to power your uh, uh, smart devices. So that's my recommendation. Uh, businesses could use this. This You talk about reducing business costs. Well, that is. That's what I'm saying. For yeah. FPM3, that's why I'm saying I could cut. I couldn't get over my electricity costs have gone up, and, and now they're adding the federal carbon tax yeah. to the bill. And I mean, it's it adds 
up. And these are things that you look at and you go, how can I save money? Well, and, and instead of saying turn, turn off the lights and everybody sit in the dark, you could probably be able to save a bit of money using one of these charge packs. And they're fairly reasonable. This is a $100 charging pack. It's a one-time $100 and you're probably going to get at least a good two to three years. Of course, you got to remember to charge it at night. Yeah. Otherwise, you, you're going to have to pay the, the premium. But this could be the wave of the future, Bill. I think that's going to be a big thing. You're going to buy battery packs and you'll be able to charge it at night and off times and be able to uh, utilize that to save money in business. Uh, speaking of enhancements, uh, what's going on with Google Assist? This is this is crazy. I think this is probably, if I may, Google Assistant has gone too far. And in this Google Assistant detail, I want to just share with everyone, your mom used to say to you, or my mom used to say to me, clean your room. Remember to clean the dishes. Remember to pick up the the, the, the laundry. Uh, and, and, you know, and otherwise spouses everywhere. Hey, can you remember to pick up milk on the way home? Or can you pick up a... Well, Google Assistant is now allowing you to set reminders for family members. So now you can put, you can actually tell Google Assistant to remind another family member uh, what you want them to do. I can only imagine the havoc this is going to create everywhere. I no <laughs> longer have to tell you to pick up your clothes. I'm going to just put it in your Google Assistant and it's going to come up on your phone since you won't peel your eyes off of it. Children everywhere are about to hate Google a whole new level. Uh, yeah, it's just, that's intrusive. That's the, that's the whole thing with this. Uh, you've got a story about autonomous vehicles every week. UPS is getting into the game now? Well, UPS has taken over. Apparently, United States Postal Service, we spoke about this on a company truck, which is the comp- uh, competition to Tesla, has an autonomous driving tractor trailer. And they were testing it for a few months. But, of course, like every pilot project, time comes to an end. Well, UPS tried it. Not only did they try it, good for them. They loved it so much, they put a minority stake in the company. So get ready. It's going to be a tractor trailer company called Too Simple, T-U Simple. And what they've done is they've been driving a thousand miles on a ton. We're talking level four here. Level four autonomous driving means that the driver's sitting there watching the steering wheel and kind of like looking around. He has to be there in the case of emergency, but there's zero need to touch the wheel, to run the gas, nothing. The truck is completely capable of running from Arizona to Dallas on the highway through a camera system similar to Tesla. So what's important about this is that UPS loved it so much. They took them, they liked it so much. They bought a part of the company and it's very much bound to be rolling, rolling out in the next couple years sooner than we thought. And UPS will be one of the leaders when it comes to autonomous truck. Those brown trucks will be rolling across the country, possibly without anybody in them. Uh, somebody has to be there. For now. <laughs> For now, At, at anyway. level four. But when we hit level five, this is level four. I didn't even know about level four. Level four was kind of a dream. Four was kind of one of those, one day we'll get there when we're safe in Sutherland. Remember, Tesla's level two. This is level four. And that means like there's just a warm body sitting in a seat. This truck knows to leave, to pull out, to turn, to drive straight, and, and more or less not stop until it reaches destination. And that warm body's just there to watch Netflix binges and, and listen to 900 CHML Tech Talk. In, in, in their brown shorts. Yeah. In their brown shorts. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with Android? Android is making an update. And this week has very, there's two sides of this story. The exciting side is we talk about every year passwords. Yeah. Always remember, I have to change your passwords. What would you recommend? Change it every month. Use uppercase, lowercase. Use your mom's birthday. Use your uh, your girlfriend's best friend's dog. Now Google is saying 1.4 billion users of Google in the next year, by the year 2020, will be able to use biometric sign-in. So right now, a fingerprint is just a speck of it. I know we kind of use our thumbprint on Apple. Apple got rid of it with the uh, OS X. Samsung has it. HP has it. You will be able to use your high 
higher advanced technology, the new ones coming out in this year and following, is going to be able to do a full scan of your fingerprint, and that will be the way to sign into Google. So you'll be able to just want to check your email, use your fingerprint. It will give you full capability. Why that's important is Google is still linked with a lot of other third-party softwares, meaning you could sign into your bank with your fingerprint. You could sign, just touch the, the, the screen with your fingerprint and we'll give you full access. Excellent stuff. Uh, we talked about this, I guess, about a month or so ago about deepfake. And, and yep. some, I, I think it's still a little creepy, frankly. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, well, I'll talk about the story with Bill Hader. Bill, okay, so Bill Hader, comedian, was on David Letterman a few years back, and he, he's a great impressionist. Yeah, he's on Saturday yeah. Night Live, and he does impressions of, of, you know, characters like Tom Cruise and Arnold Schwarzenegger. And deepfake, as we, to do identify, what is deepfake? That's where it uses a computer algorithm, and it masks the mouth movements, it masks the eyes, everything. And what it can do is alter that person in the video to to look like someone else or to alter their 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 verbiage or their actions or otherwise. So deepfake has been used in political issues, which is something you and I will be talking about before it even exists. I guarantee you we're going to have a deepfake video of Trudeau or Andrew Scheer saying something or doing something going, was that real? Did they actually say that? And it's very difficult to uh, uh, be able to alter that or be able to prove yeah. it, was, it was a computer to do it. It's so realistic. It it is not the old days of putting two pieces of tape together. So Defay came out back to Bill Hader. He, he does this impersonation and it morphs him in the interview with David Letterman, morphs his face into Tom Cruise as he's doing a Tom Cruise impersonation. When he goes back to speaking to David Letterman, his face morphs and it's instant. He's back to Bill Hader. He's back to Bill Hader. And then he's doing Arnold. And, and then he does Arnold Schwarzenegger. And then he, and his face alters directly into Arnold. So what, what we were going, what we saw deepfake before was someone recorded it, and and it looked like Obama speaking the whole speech, yeah. or some of the other politicians. What this took it was a level was it can now take a video and a person and alter them within the video to to create that visual alternate alternation. Now, for dangerous reasons, um, this is extremely scary, and we talk about why it could be dangerous. But on the other side, I just want to be perfectly clear. I keep hearing this: Why do we have this technology? It never should have existed. We've opened the Pandora's box. Here's the thing about deepfake: it's open source. Open source bill means that anyone on the internet can get this software for free. You just need to understand a little bit of learning language code and you could be able to do exactly what we're hearing the scariest, scariest parts are. Now, there's other features like you need to look like the person. The other deep fake right now is uh, Jack Nicholson's looking like Jim Carrey in The Shining. They've taken the entire movie and it looks like Jim Carrey's <laughs> the, the actor in The Shining and it's, you know, Jack Nicholson's voice and otherwise, but... You know, my face is kind of round and robust. It wouldn't quite go with Tom Cruise. It, it has to look a little bit facial-wise. You have to have similar features. I could actually look like you, Bill. You and I have a bit yeah, of a rounder yeah. face kind of. We got pumpkin-loving faces. But we could alter. Or I could look like Bill. You could look like Adam. Uh, God bless you uh, in that process. <laughs> uh, but in that, in this, deep fake has the scariness is the Pandora's box open. Anyone can learn that with basic learning tools. You don't have to buy special software. It is a 
available on the internet. Anyone can get this. It's open source, meaning go online. I won't say it because we don't need to give any more people how to get it, but it's a very simple software you can download, and anyone with a little bit of knowledge can start doing this. Yeah, um, and watch out for the lawsuits. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you start sharing some of that stuff, yeah. somebody's going to get upset. Uh, what's going on with, uh, oh, Samsung got an announcement. Yeah, well, we're going to be seeing next year. This is a huge announcement. We saw the Note 10 came out, and that's pretty exciting. I'll talk about that later when we get into the product side of things. But one of the two things that I thought were very sad and important is Samsung used to make fun of the mighty Apple with regards to you got rid of the headphone jacking. You and I talked about yeah, that for a while. Yeah. Well, Samsung has now removed all those ads because they no longer have a headphone jack in all the new products. Why? Is because they're trying to remove the cost for the fact that they're upgrading the battery. Graphine batteries, which is a much uh, it's an advanced level of what the lithium ion is. It will last longer. Uh, it doesn't overheat because we've been hearing fires again are coming up on some of the older models. Uh, we also know that uh, graphene charges 10 times faster. So we already have fast charge in lithium ion, which means you can yeah. put it on and you'll charge in 45 minutes. You'll be able to get almost 50%. With graphene, you'll be able to charge your phone in less than five minutes. Five minutes. So that's imagine a, your incredible. phone's drained. You'll be able with graphene to take that same battery. You know how frustrating that is? You're sitting there for an hour and say, I'm still at 40%. Let's go. Well, and we keep hearing in these upgrades, and, and a lot of people don't somewhat understand. A lot of these phones are running at about probably 4,300 milliamps, or the tablets are at 4,700 milliamps. That's a lot of power. Like where we're talking milliamps is power being sucked out of the battery. The problem is, is the more milliamps you get, the more likely it has to explode in the case of overcharging or, uh, or otherwise. Graphene, here's the thing. You're going to have a less need. Graphene would only need 2,000 milliamps and give you the same amount of time on power, but it will be lighter, it will be able to charge faster, and it's yet to be able to see how, how quick it will, or how much power capacity it will be able to output. But the, the reason why we got for them bringing the story of the headphone jack is Samsung's starting to shed all the little features that used to get that were kind of like expected, like a headphone jack, yeah. because they got to make room for it. It's a little bigger, uh, but number two, expensive. So they're trying to remove costs to be able to afford where we are right now with the smartphones. Got a minute left, but uh, back to school for a lot of kids uh, and students, of course, right after Labor Day this year. And a university in St. Louis has got... Uh, this is great. It is. Uh, and it makes all kinds of sense. Alexa's going to play a part of their education. Alexa's playing a part of it. I've actually been researching with my business with regards to actually my office with Vacuuman and with FPM, um, putting an Alexa box... In every do uh, this one, in the case of university, they put the Alexa box in every room, every dorm room, and then what it does is allows the student to be able to ask Alexa information about where's the cafeteria. Uh, yeah, Alexa, when's the bookstore open? What time's it open? Right, is it busy right now? Uh, when you know how much is uh, how much is lunch? Um, what what time is the activities taking place? And they're in every dorm room, and Alexa will be able. They can be programmed to answer questions. Why this is important for businesses as well is that I'm going to be using it for training questions. Oh, sure. What time do we close today? Uh, when's our holidays? So all of a sudden, think of it as those questions you keep asking HR or your fellow supervisor or otherwise, this is actually something you could program through uh, Alexa online. You buy the box, you buy the code, and right now schools are upgrading them. Great idea. Uh, we do this every Friday, 1135 Tech Talk with uh, Adam Oldfield, brought to you by Vacuuman. See you next week. Thank you, Bill. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.